You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430. This is episode 115 and this is a a really strange one because all the boys is only just Phil and I and then uh, like 10 minutes before we were going to hit the start button I was like I've been meaning to talk to Jeff for the last couple days and I haven't here's an opportunity for me to talk to Jeff so (laughs) I fired him a message I was like hey you busy want to come on the show I never heard from him but he just he popped up so our good friend Jeff Coates from Pit Boss Waterfowl is on with us Billy just you and I, bud. Boys are, boys are, boys are slacking. But you know, you know what's a scary day when I show up and it's just nobody else. <laughs> yeah, that is the, yeah, that's not good. Jeff, thanks for answering the call, buddy, and, and jumping on. I did reply to your text message and I explained. Oh, did you? I did. Okay. I gotta see, I gotta get it. It's, Hold on. We're getting ready for Thursday night football. Oh snap! Right, I did. Are you, are you ready I, for some football? Thursday night football. It's something like how that song goes. I don't who's know. Uh, who's the game tonight? It is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns, who both Ooh. lost. They both lost on Sunday, so yeah, no. yeah. So did uh, so did the Vikings. Hmm. Anyway, so but tonight's I, topic, folks. Oh, go ahead, Jesse. Thank you, thank you. Salute. So tonight's topic is: Can you own land underwater? <laughs> so, as- uh, uh, so the precursor to this, ladies and gentlemen, is obviously we get some of our best material from Facebook. Um, yes. Anyways, here in Ontario, uh, yeah, that just that topic came up: Can you own land under the water? So that's the that's the pretext and. Philly and Jeff will chime in with all kinds of impressive numbers that I don't know how they remember. Go, go, Phil. So I was perusing the book of face and the Ontario goose and duck page to be exact. And there was a gentleman that posted, made a post in regards to like here in, here in, because we have millions of listeners from across the, we were, we are international Um, here in Ontario. It's, it is acceptable to fire a stake in the ground with your name on it and say, Phil, duck opener 2022. And it's a gentleman's rule. There is no law saying you have to do this. It's just a gentleman's rule for opening day of duck season. So a gentleman makes a post that someone posted a sign on private property, apparently 15 yards from where his blind is, evidently someone wasn't paying attention but a side note from that there was a bit of a discussion back and forth between two gentlemen one of them who i know quite quite well and uh, he's an extremely extremely knowledgeable person and i would take everything he says as gospel um gets into an argument between another gentleman as to whether or not you can own land under water now we venture down into the path of the you know, navigable waters act, I think is what it's called. Um, whereas like, you know, water's deemed public if it's navigable by watercraft. And it doesn't say what kind of watercraft, whether it's a kayak or a goddamn ocean tanker. If you can navigate it in a boat, you don't own it. Unless you have said special deed stating otherwise, where this one gentleman believes that it don't matter what it is, it's all fair game, it's all public. Well, sweetheart, you are wrong. Because you have places like the southern half of Lake Scugog. You have sections of the Otonabee River. You have the Beaver River. You have Lake St. Clair. You have Long Point area, where there's a number of areas where these private duck clubs legitimately own the land under water. Otherwise, if you looked at it, it would be deemed public. But no. They own the land. 
That's my rant. There you go. What do you got there, Jeffrey? I'm bored. Just a little baby knife. It looks like oh. a, a it's gross just one. It's cute as a button. It's a good neck scratch. <laughs> looks like a, a looks like a gross one, like a miniature one of his knives. Oh, that's a Delta waterfowl knife. Nice. Oh, that is slick. That right is on. nice. But it's a good it's a good neck scratcher. All right. There so what 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 how do I add to these comments? What is my how do I add to these comments? First, I will say, said deed pro said deeded property. So, right out here, evidently in deeded property, our we our property runs out about halfway across that canal. So, technically, by Maryland law, and our deeded property under that water, our property line goes out to the center of that canal. So they just they just added to this bulkhead. Where they they pushed it out about three feet, so they didn't have to go and, and readjust our property because, evidently, on our deed, our um, small record plat of the house on the property, it shows our property corner to be right there and somewhere kind of right out there. So that said, in Maryland, waterfowl laws are much different. So you can, sorry if I just go off and take off and keep talking. Absolutely, buddy. How about her, sweetheart? So Maryland waters are public. So if you want to, if you want a jet ski, you want a boat, you want to fish, you want a crab, you want a clam, you want to, I can't say oyster. Well, I can say oyster, but you need a, you need a license for that. But let's say anything that you can do on public water, it's public water. So anybody can do anything that they want. But when it comes to waterfowl hunting, you must have permission from, not to use Phil's words, but said landowner who happens to own that shoreline. You have to either the landowner, you can't tell the landowner he, he cannot hunt his, his property for waterfowl, number one. Number two, if I have written permission from the landowner, I can go and hunt his piece of property however I choose to do so. A little asterisk to this, his piece of property, for instance, let's say I'm going to stretch this out. and Let's say our canal is 100 yards across. I can be one third the distance across the body of water out off that shoreline, not to exceed 300 yards. So on a big piece of property, like the type of gunning that I would do on big open open water, that's going to be 300 yards out. So I can legally hunt 300 yards out off that shoreline from a boat. If I want to stand in the water, if I want to put up a permanent blind out there, that I can legally do that. From 301 yards to 800 yards is kind of a dead zone because back in the day, they wanted 500 yards between gunning rigs, blinds, whatever people hunting waterfowl so if, if you can legally hunt off a big piece on the chesapeake bay if you you can legally hunt up to that 300 yards off your piece of property and be legal the offshore waterfowl zone or the gunning rig zone is 800 yards off that shoreline so they wanted a, a 500 yard buffer between people mm -hmm. that are shooting right so that said the first tuesday in august i can go to whatever county and this is just as in maryland i can go to whatever county where the 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 shoreline is and there's a map and they give me a little template that represents 250 yards of shoreline and it, if there's nobody has any licensed property they can do it from uh, one one they can do it for a year or up to three years and they have the availability to do that in may so property owners or people that have permission from property owners can go and license that property in may speed this up not to be long-winded the first Tuesday in August is called Blind Sight Day or Squatters Day because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to find a little piece of shoreline from for a boat or for I can't can't build a permanent blind but for a boat or a layout boat and if I can fit that in there the county will the state through the county will sell me that waterfowl rights for twenty dollars that gives me the rights to hunt waterfowl there for the season it does not give me permission to trespass on the property but up to the high water mark we have tides here up to the high water mark out. Up to the high water mark, one third the distance across the body of water, not to exceed 300 yards, you can legally hunt waterfowl. Wow. Maryland, Maryland is very regulated and a tad bit complicated, possibly. Oh, but but the, with that being said, like I, I'm listening to you, and if you, you could just go down to the county and say, 
here, I found it. Here's a piece of land. Nothing's on it. Not like I want this for uh, for the rest of the season. And I, it would be out, I want to register. I want to register a blind site on this property. It was what you would say. Yeah, and it, it could be the very last day of the season. If and if it's not already, if there's nothing licensed there, they'll sell you that for twenty dollars. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I I think that's I think that's pretty cool. Personally, um, it puts a little bit. It, I guess it it really depends on 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 you as a person. Like, do you really want to give? The government another 20 bucks and and you know or you could look at it as though um i could probably get some primo primo land on that day if i just put in a little bit of work uh mental instead of the the scouting and and all the other ways that uh knocking on doors but i i don't know i think it's pretty cool that that there's that opportunity to do that i'm guessing in mo in the Chesapeake area, um, that's probably a busy, busy day. It is. Tuesday is very busy. Um, they've kind of restricted the requirements because people would show up with, there may be 300 people for the lottery. So they have a lottery for this. You show up and people start pulling numbers to see who's going to get to pick, who, who's going to have the chance at the at the map on the on opening day. On that first Tuesday in August, yep. there's a lot. So there, there is, it, it got a little <laughs> wicked. There's, I, I will, I will, because I, I got a warning ticket written to me, you're only supposed to get two per day. Well, there's three counties that are very close to me. So I would go to that county. I would get my two. Then I would drive a half an hour. This <laughs> Somebody said, Hey, like, how did you get six? How did you get six licenses that day? I was like, well, I went here, here, here. Well, you know, you can't do that. Like, well, it's kind of like a little bit of a gray area, isn't it? And it was kind of funny. Somebody at the state said, Jeff, go, go get your, you need to, you need to, you're good to go. Don't do it anymore, but you need to get a warning ticket written to you. Like, how do I do this? They're like, well, when you see somebody ask them to, you know, ask them to write you a warning ticket. So I was at a boat ramp one day and a DNR came up, DNR, natural resource police here. I told the guys like, Hey man, can you write me a warning ticket? He's like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, it's this blind sight license thing. He he did call somebody. Yeah. to do and he did write me a warning ticket and said here's here's your warning ticket don't do it again and to this day i've never done it again but it's a little bit of a gray area because opening day they they separate all the maps out right have regional regional service centers so after that first day then all the maps go to one place so like i would after after the first two days on day number three let's say that lower county there's four maps so four different areas all four map books would go to one place. So when you walked in, you, you really could only get two per day. Right. But the day I would go here, get two, I would go here, get two, and I would go there, get two. The other reason that I would get these is because guiding in Maryland, I could not guide on public property. Maryland has miles and miles of shoreline that are public hunting, as well as acres and acres and acres. So kind of to the average guy, I'd be on this side of the river where I got my little 250 yards of shoreline. On the opposite side, he'd have eight miles of shoreline that he could go literally hunt any place on those eight miles. I can't go on that side and guide. So I need to have my blind sight licenses. So that's why I would do this. And, and what Phil said, like, as far as the uh, availability goes, you know, certain places here in Maryland, there's a lot of public hunting. So there's, there's not really necessarily on the Eastern shore of Maryland where it's not as populated. There's really not the, um, it's, it's not as competitive. There's not as many people looking to get these blind sight licenses because there's so much public property for them to hunt for free. So they don't have to pay $20. But once you get on the, on the Western shore, you know, Hartford County, Baltimore County on down the Bay, it does get very competitive. And there's people that are like, there used to be people would camp camp out when there wasn't a lottery, whoever was first in line, those guys yeah. would be four days in advance. They would be sleeping outside of the court. <laughs> Lord, people, we don't want people, you know, sleeping outside the courthouse for four days. You know, it just to it, kill a it, duck. It, it it amazes me, like to to the to the extreme that people will go to to hunt birds. I love it. I it, it's a passion. It just shows the passion, um, and especially um, in Maryland and and in your area, Jeff. That's got that 
it's such a rich history uh, and and the local area is just built around the you know the duck hunting and everything that resulted from from that right those people coming in those hunters the whole the whole thing i just it it just blows my mind because i don't think anywhere here in canada we've got that much competition phil like and that's what i no. Like when people say that it's competitive here, well, you know, it's competitive, but like, like at least like here in Ontario, Jeff, like any, any lake, you just go out there willy nilly, just start blasting away. Like as long as you, you know, you're not stupid, like you're setting off someone's dock or the shoreline or shooting towards cottages and stuff. You, you go any lake, oh, you know, there's, there's some cattails. Wheel the boat up next to her and have at her. Well, well, how many how many waterfowl hunters are yeah. in Canada? There's less in Canada than there is in the state of Arkansas. What and what is that number? Oh, Roughly. Uh, waterfowl hunters. I think the last stats I seen there was forty two thousand. There was okay. forty two. So there was forty two thousand uh, stamps. stamps sold and okay. you got to remember that out of that 42,000 stamps sold there was a large number of those that were american coming up to hunt so copy that. yeah I, I got a copy of uh i don't know what issue it is but the delta waterfowl magazine and they said there was 1.08 million waterfowl hunters in, in the united states mm -hmm. yeah. off on a tangent yeah go for it buddy what in the states? What do you think? What do you think the average? Well, I, I should give you the numbers. But what what do you think the average age of the majority of waterfowl hunters are these days? Twenty four. Ooh, no, I'm saying I'm saying forty. It was fifty two years old. Yeah, oh, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It was just it was it was one of these little quiz and answer kind of things where you go through and like they give you what's they ask you the question so, they give you. Eight, so I so I'll give my reasoning why I think it's why I said 40 and, and the answers in the 50s. And then I'd like if you could, Jeff, to, to give your and same with you, Phil, what you think it is. I just think so. This is my personal opinion. All of the all of that generation um, that that grew up, they never gave it up. It, it continued to be a part of their life. And, and today, everybody is so, and, and this isn't a slag on this generation. This is my generation and, and this one. Um, everybody is so busy these days. And it got nothing to do with they don't want to be outdoors. It's just everybody has to be so busy in order to, in order to survive these days. So I just think, that over the years, all those fellas that were able to, and when life was simpler, they were able to keep on to their hobby, which is why they're in their fifties and they're the majority of the hunters. That's my opinion. Phil, what do you Come think? On, I'm waiting for Phil to say something. Um, well, the reason why I gave my answer, I was thinking, I was, I kind of misread it and I was thinking more towards like where the, the mass youth. population yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. age group lies. yeah 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 um obviously and the one and they're and that's the usually the the demographic generation that is on youtube and on tiktok yeah. and facebook well, and instagram right? like more of the uh, duck Dy duck dynasty followers mm -hmm. yeah like that guy's driving lifted white Duramaxes with white Oakleys and their name's Kyle. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Amy, hey, Damon, I, I never cuss, but Phil, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Name Kyle, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so, so you know how like there's Karens? <laughs> hey. Yeah, easy. It's easy. His wife's name's Karen. I know. There, there's exceptions to the rule. Like, you know, like, right. like Karen's. All right. Well, like, Kyle is the guy version. And he generally drives a white, a white, white 
has to be white. white. A white lifted Duramax, <laughs> and he wears big old white Oakleys. Now, is it is style. it a D? Is it diesel or gasoline? Oh, it's be diesel. Duramax. <laughs> this is a Duramax. Okay, oh, well, I'm, hey, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a Ford guy. I'm sorry. I didn't. Me too, me too buddy. Yeah. I'm sorry. All three of us are. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm getting. Um, I'm getting really dark. You are. You are you getting are. really. Sun dark. is setting. Sun has set. Hey man, it's getting that it's getting to be that time of year, buddy. And uh, I I know how excited I am. So we're starting up on on Saturday the twenty fourth. I think it is right. Um, yeah. Phil's not, but um, Jeff, you oh, must okay. be getting excited too, man. Like like things the, the days are getting shorter, evenings are getting cooler, fall is coming. I was trying. I was trying to change my lighting setting here, and I, I don't really have an easy answer. But no, you really can't see me at all, can you? Yeah, we can. We can sort of kind of see you. Can I move. You're good, buddy. I don't know, man. I look really dark. Oh, you're really dark there. I can't see you at all there. Up, I'm changing up. Let me. Uh, here, give me one second. Yeah, yeah. That's better. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Whoa. There you go. Blinded by the light. Say the next part. Sing the next part. Wrapped up like a deuce in a runner in the night. Is that what the words are? It's something like that. Close enough. There's a reason why I do what I do, and I'm not a fucking singer. No, I know, but that's one of the great debates. Is what's the words to Manfred Mann's Blinded by the Light? There we go. Anyway. where were we where were we talking about i Um, was saying how happy you must be that the evenings are getting evenings are getting longer and look at that that's a nice little whistle and this is in front of me that's cool that's a cool little whistle this came from portland well just outside portland oregon save island this is a widget whistle not really that good at it but it's pretty it's pretty badass it's a pretty that decoration is. yeah it got rye upset sorry all right so yes <laughs> it got rye upset what is it it is it's we had the house open this afternoon it's it's 70 degrees we had a little front it was 80 it was 80 inside the day but this okay. little front through the the air you know, the air, air fell out really really nice yeah uh but no man it's just i've got i'm kind of i got a lot mixed emotions because i'm kind of going like six ways at once mm-hmm. uh, there's still evidently a gag order i thought the, the gag order is going to be lifted the past couple of days but there's still a gag order in place okay so okay. i can't really talk about that mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just um, can i ask who can i ask who's who issues said gag order i can't i can't mention his name <laughs> roger dodger i can't mention his name <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Right. I remember. I remember now. I remember the initial conversation now. Yeah. No. It's, it's just busy. Like I really. I have all these decoys. I should be getting done. And um, tomorrow, I'm, I'm tomorrow. I run up to um, to Molly's. It's their 12th anniversary weekend sale. So I'm going to be there tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Uh, actually, there's cups. Really cool. Cups. Yeah, but there there is something really cool. I don't think I shared the picture with anybody. Um, uh, I, I guess I haven't, and I can't. So it's on my phone. I can't, can't show you the picture right now. But anyway, there's something kind of cool. It's going to be released this weekend. Um, I, I couldn't get my hair cut today. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So look I'm, at I'm, the flow. I know. Yeah, that, that's what Paulie says. Um, no, man, it, it is a great time of the year. September hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back Wait, up what, what? here. Back up, back up, back up. What's this cool thing that's going to happen? What's this? I, have, I can't show you. I, I, I'm on my phone. I'm not on the computer. Or I, you I can't, can't, you can't, you can't say what it is. You have, it has to be a picture. Yeah, it definitely, oh. what do they say about pictures? Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true um well then i'm looking forward to your social media post tomorrow 
because I want to see it. Thank you. I will say this. There is a, a short sleeve cotton shirt version and there is a hooded sweatshirt version. Oh, maybe some pit boss mm. swag. Um, sort of, but but no. Oh, dude. Gen- general swag. It's okay. More it's more Molly's. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, actually, I, yeah, I think I'm gonna, yeah, okay, never mind. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get a hoodie. I'm pretty certain. Um, I I can send you a, uh, I'll send you a picture after we're done here, but okay. And I, September's always a good month, but I think October is my favorite month of the year, much like today where we lost all the humidity. Mm -hmm. You know, the air feels really good and clean and clear um but october is my month so we're not that far away my, my my season starts october 15th uh and on uh, the 23rd we 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 make our journey to canada which we don't need a vac- vaccination we don't need vaccines to get in anymore that's right and you don't have to fill out that stupid arrive canada app arrive where, canada. Uh, where in Kanukistan are you going jeff he's going P- to the east Prince Edward Island. We're going to eat some potatoes. Mm-hmm. Taters, taters, and red dirt. I just had to sit down. So I, I, Karen, I can hear she got the shower going. She would be embarrassed. I sat down to the dining room table, but here's a sample. We, I just had truly. I did. This is not planned because I was sitting outside. But here's this. Here's a sample. Ooh. That's one. Here is a. Here's another sample. Oh, that's sick. Oh, I like sweet. that one. Too. I like that color. Here, here happens. And I literally, this is not, I just happen to sit down. No, this, this is, is good, this buddy. Is this is good. <laughs> this is how my life is. Here is another sample. Oh. And here is sample number four. There it is. That's nice. Yeah, but it really just happened. They were like sitting kind of along like with, it. along with last year's license, 2021. 20, so. I just happened to sit down to see this. All right. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, so that uh, that olive colored one, that green one. It has a black back. Yeah. Yep. That one. So I put it on my head, but I'd put it on my head, but these hats don't fit. That's why I have to wear so, a hat that has no hey, top to it. Hey, Jeff, just turn around, put that green hat on the desk behind you. That one you're going to send to me with a hoodie after. <laughs> There's nothing bad back here. No, we're good. What What you need, Jeff, is stuff that is gray. Gray? I, gray. Because then it goes with the boat for the ocean oh, fishing the, I've and got the layer a, hunting. I've, where's my gray? I've got a gray pit boss See? hat. There we go. Oh, is that that news? Is that that stuff I seen? I believe the color is bay gray. Now this happens to be. Oh, pink. nice! What? That's what? Would that be an outer layer or a mid layer, Jeff? I think it's yeah. it's got got a little it's got a little bit to it. It's okay. not. Yeah, it's, I'd call it. It's definitely a mid layer. It's not lightweight, uh-huh. but it's. It's. I. Th- I think I'll. I envision myself enjoying wearing it. So. Yeah. That's probably really all I've got close to me that I can show you. Yeah, like for the for the big water boat hunting and the layout boat hunting, you need the gray. Hundred percent. Where were we at? Because I feel like I'm totally off. Off. No, no, that's this is good. This is. uh, We could talk about guns. Guns. Well, small guns. So something that's not in Jeffrey's repertoire because Jeffrey just hunts big water, big guns. Well, four, four inch, ten gauge shells, like. This weekend, I was going to get a new gun, oh. but sad, sadly, I've been informed that said gun will not be there because oh. I, I guess they're on the container ships or something. Ah, uh, what were you looking at, Captain? SBE three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two. Let me see if I can do this. Eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah, man. Very Ooh. nice. Yeah, but I actually, you get that. When you get that, I want you to take a picture and send it to Dave right away. <laughs> I, <saw> right. <laughs> I hummed and hawed about getting one and opted for an ethos instead. So is so Geoff, Geoff and I, Jeff yep. with a, from PEI, we were talking today. Is the ethos a three-inch gun? Yes. 
okay we we, we weren't sure we were talking we were I we were going got one in the one in the safe okay she's a three inch gun yeah okay well okay, i don't i, love I don't uh i don't mean to you know take over the conversation or or brag or anything but i just but i just got a new just got myself a new gun yep i've turned into one of those douchebags i got a 20 gauge (laughs) so that's that was my insult i used to say to people last year i was like 20 gauge is the 6.5 cream or of uh shotguns There's something that's halfway close to me, but I, I have to, I have to okay. step up. It, yeah, go for it, buddy. M- make the reach, Jeffrey. Yeah, make go for it. Reach. it. It's it's just over here a little bit too far. Hold on. Go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad to see Damien's come to the dark side. Oh, wait a second. I, I thought this is this is different than what I thought it was. Oh, I boy. Had this big old tube that ran up here, but that one's in oh, the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow this, Goose Slayer. This is the one that was at PEI last year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I, I really thought I saw I saw the top of the barrel. I thought yep. it was that. Then I thought. So I got an we were Oh, I remember that gun. I remember that gun very much now, Jeff. That was the very gun that you had to give up to Steve because his piece of shit wouldn't fire. Yeah. No. I, I think <laughs> is that a 12 or a 20, Jeff? This is a 20. 20. So I had I bought a Super Black Eagle 3 in 20 gauge last fall. Mm-hmm. And specifically with a 28 inch barrel, because all the 20 gauges I've run in my life have all been 26s. It's like this gold standard number. And now Benelli's releasing small gauge guns with long barrels and whatnot. So I bought Super Black Eagle 3 in 20 gauge um, with a 28 inch barrel. And honestly, like, like I shimmed it to match my ethos and my M2, which is a 20 and my super black Eagle Two. all of them shimmed the exact same. And I just wasn't for me. I just, I don't know what it was. Like I, I missed some absolute chip shot birds, like 15 yard birds was missing. I'm like, yeah, this isn't proper. Okay. So here, I got a question for you guys, and this may lead us down a weird hole, but, um, so I just got, so I just got that new gun today, right? So, um, thirty yards. I put a piece of cardboard up. Beauty about living in the country, I can do that now. Um, and I fired my three shots, and I'm high to the left. Is there anything freehand or off bench? Freehand. Shoot off bench. Yeah, don't shoot freehand. Shoot off a bench. Because that could very well be you jerking it, anticipating recoil. There's no consistency. There's no acting. Shoot off of a bench. Yeah, I don't know because my other gun, I can. I'm usually like, you know, I'm I'm good. So you're normally shooting a twenty, a twelve gauge. Yeah. And now you're shooting a twenty gauge, anticipating the recoil of a twelve gauge. You could legitimately uh, be okay. okay. Shoot off a bench. Yeah. Don't ever freehand it. You have no no consistency and accuracy. Okay. So, okay. So, but I don't, so what I was getting at is, is there a way that I can shim the the, the shotgun or, or, you know, adjust it so that I can come down, come down and to the right to compensate? You adjust your shims and cast. It might it might help. My uneducated opinion is I don't know about left to right, but up and down, yes. That's that's your shim for up and down, right? Yeah. Correct. It should it should come with the gun, right? Yeah. Did you? Get oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I got them. Yeah. You can play with your shim, like your your um hmm. your cast. So your cast is going to be your left to right. Okay. It'll be your up and down. Well, I guess a little bit of a boat, a little bit of both, whatever. But you can adjust it, and you you will get some some adjustment. But like your point of aim is point of aim. It is what it is. Hmm. What shoot off of a bench? Don't freehand it. Yeah, but no, like, but shooting off a bench does nothing for me when it comes to shooting out of a boat. 
Do you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to. Yeah, but at least while you shoot off of a bench, you know your gun. Like one, you're shooting off of a stable platform, so you get your yeah. same your same point of impact every time, day in day out. Same point of impact. Can okay. I can so I least, right least, here? Yeah. Okay, so to Phil's point, I agree with what Phil is telling you, Damien. But Damien, to Phil, I understand what Damien's saying. Is like, yeah, Phil, you're correct about shooting off the bench. But Damien's saying, yeah, but that I, when I'm hunting, I'm, I'm not shooting off a bench. So this is the way I shoulder my gun. So I need to adjust. Yeah, I need to and shoot my gun because this is yeah. the way I, I shoulder and shoot my gun. Correct, hundred percent. But at least Thanks. you, at least if you know shooting off a bench, you know that like, okay, that gun at thirty yards would whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah choke it, whatever. It, it, right. Dead. But again, like you're shooting moving birds and stuff. At least you know, like, like I'm shooting dead on. It just I might have to adjust my lead on because i missed that oh yeah 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 yeah. no no no, i i totally no no i totally get that but i don't want to have to i i'd like to be able to just point and shoot right not have to naturally point and shoot yeah naturally point and shoot yeah absolutely so anyways i got a couple friends that are big into uh former uh competitive shooters and stuff like that and i'm pretty sure they would know be able to help me but Anyways, I was just thinking about it when when you brought it up there. You you will get a slight a slight bit of movement and you can tweak her. Do do we need do we need to rewind this and get back to the topic of <laughs> of what land you can you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well hey now that's that you the, have that's a new gun. New, yeah, no, but that's the cool thing about when you're on, Jeff, because we're always all over the place. It's amazing. And we haven't and and we haven't had a chance to do our own PMP podcast in like four weeks, probably. So just because I've been moving 1,082 cubic yards of compacted fill. Not, excuse me, Phil. Not, not, <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, we, we can move this from the P&P podcast to the triple P, Punisher Pit Boss Phil. We can do that. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me rewind. So this more, gun. More peas in the pod. The, this gun that I thought was the gun that I thought I was yeah. grabbing, I bought an extension to. I know. Because, you sent me a picture of it. Yeah, but I bought it last year for February. We were going to go to Arkansas. I never got to use it. So I got an oh, invite. Right. I got to invite September 8th to go locally Canada goose shooting. And you could, there are no, there, I won't say there's no laws, but there's no, you know, there's no regulation as far as what you can shoot as far as how many shells in your magazine, how many shells a gun can hold, right? So as soon as I got the, as soon as I got the invite, man, I went and found my, my extension tube. I put it on the SDE 312 gauge and it almost felt wrong because I just kept putting shells in that thing. I've never <laughs> put shells in here's half a box keep feeding her 100 but i i saw this i saw this barrel and i thought that was the gun because just i won't say it's karen but the way i live there's just like there's guns kind of you know everywhere (laughs) hey that's the that's one of the joys of living in the u.s of a these are first world problems jeff yeah like all these goddamn guns are in my way uh-huh. And Karen being ballsy, I always hear from her family about how yeah how, how the Yanks love guns. Like, well, it's kind of the way the country was founded. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's yeah. It is what it is. I I still remember, and I've told this story a million times. I'm in I'm in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Uh, I go off post to get my hair cut because I don't want to look like a jarhead, and. Uh, I go to this barber in, uh, oh, fuck is the name of the town. Can't remember the name of it. Branson. Uh, I go Missouri? into Brant. Yeah. Branson, Missouri. Yep. So I go into Branson to, to get my hair cut and uh, I go to, I see the barber, you know, the spinning pool. And I was like, perfect barber, just what I want. And when I went in there, the barber is, is open carry. Right. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. The dude, this is his business, and he's on open carry, and and you know, lots of signs up saying, "Listen, um, guns are are we're not we're not going to kick you out the door if you have guns, more or less, and a bunch of other stuff." And I just, how awesome would it be 
that you could just open carry. The um, our Maryland governor, who is a Republican, who is mm -hmm. a he's on his way out, and he was. I should know. I should be able to say this better, and I just don't know. But there was some. There was some uh, court ruling in the state of New York. A um, fuck. I can't. I, I can't really say what it was because I can't remember. But basically, to be able to get a wear and carry, conceal carry, a wear and carry in Maryland, you had to jump through a lot of hoops. Yeah. And Governor Larry Hogan. He removed all that. So that anybody wants to apply for a wear and carry, all you have to do is apply for a wear and carry. And they are like, they are overwhelmed with people that want to have to be yep. able to wear a gun. And, yep. and basically what you have to do is you have to be able to, you have to do the application. You have to not be a criminal. You have to do your fingerprints. Um, and you do have to take a class. But other than that, before that, you used to have to show you had a business. You had to have a reason why you're going to carry this. Right. Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to you had to go through all jump through all these hoops. Basically, he took he he said all that all that reasonable not reasonable all that um, all the reason for you to carry a gun. He he did away with that, and basically, all you have to do is be a law abiding excuse me a law, law abiding, abiding citizen. Now you can now you can do that. Hmm. Karen, what? wearing care. She just walked downstairs. But so, yeah, so your the, thoughts on that, Phil? Like. Not to get into exactly what you do, but professionally and personally, is there a difference? Oh, I can't remember. It's it's somewhere on the other side of the water there. Iceland, Greenland, Netherlands, Denmark. Sure. I don't fucking know. Yeah, Some Scandinavia. Where, so, yeah. yeah, something like that. One one of those places. Where it's like it's mandated, it is law. You shall own a firearm. Do you know what their like crime rate is? Like fucking zero. zero. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Well, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I'm Batman, but you've never seen me and Batman in the same movie <laughs> together at the same time. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> oh my god that's the best quote you've ever said on this show that is amazing <laughs> not saying i'm batman but. fuck that's a good one um i i don't know i don't know what i think so in maryland like in, in home you can as long as again you need to get a hql handgun qualifying license which i would need to go to my i would have to have this license to go to molly's to buy a gun i just can't walk in with that and buy a gun without this license i also have to apply for a permit not a permit i have to apply for i have to apply what is it, Aaron? a license no not the license i have to uh, an application okay basically there's a seven a seven day cool down so i'm not going to go buy a gun in the heat of rage right to go after somebody so it, there's going to be a seven a, they used to call it a seven-day cool-down period. So if I want to go to Molly's, I, that's the gun I want to buy. They're going to make me wait seven days before I can purchase that. So if I was purchasing the gun in a fit of rage, of rage that possibly in seven days I'll lose that feeling. But basically, <laughs> you know, law-abiding, yeah, just do our thing, right? So there's no problem with me owning as many handguns as I would like to own in our home, and we can carry those in our vehicle to a gun shop or a gun range without any problems right but it, it be, becomes when you want to you know quote carry that gun yeah but still um like just me knowing the canadian laws but still that's not a big deal if you want to wear and carry um you fill out an application you gotta and you gotta do a class do you have any idea well, I can I can tell you it's so much that I don't even have a restricted gun license. For me, in order for me to 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 have to own uh, a nine millimeter, I I've got to have a restricted license. Um, and the amount of hoops and bullshit I got to go through for that, I'm not even it's not even fucking worth it to me. So the way things are broken down here in Ontario, Jeff, or yes, well, yes, Canada is Canada. Um, we have two types of guns. Restricted, non-restricted. 
Non-restricted is your shotguns, your hunting rifles, etc. Restricted is going to be all your pistols, every fucking pistol. Every pistol. All pistols. Um, and then like a piss ton of like the ARs and all that jazz, like your C8s, whatever. And you are not permitted to use a restricted firearm for hunting. It's literally, you're allowed to go from home to range to home. You can't even target practice with a restricted firearm on your own property. You have to go to a legitimate licensed range. So I didn't I know own, that. I, yeah. If I own a hundred acres, I yeah. can't go, sh- I can't go shoot my pistol or my AR. I didn't know that. A tree. Yeah. It's fucking retarded. End of right. So in Maryland, there's handguns and there's long guns. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's AR 15, if it's, if a it's 30 odd six, whatever doesn't matter. it is. Yeah. Doesn't it's and, a long gun. And when I go into Molly's, there it's called a, a Nick. We're basically going to fill this form out. I'm going to put my driver's license number on there. And basically all they're going to do is, is make sure that I'm not a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. As long as like in two minutes, as long as I'm not a convicted felon, I can buy basically as many long guns as I, I want to buy. It's, okay. it's the hand Maryland is. And, and again, in the States, it's, it's state to state as far as the handgun, actually, I guess, long gun, long guns also, but in Maryland, you know, long guns are long guns and handguns are. Hand- hmm. yeah. Yeah. Similar ish to us. Yeah. Kind of. Tr- Trudeau yeah. just sucks the fun out of everything. <laughs> well, what a loser. Buddy. Um, I'm waiting Sunday. I don't know to watch something. 60 minutes is on. And uh, I don't I even know. I don't I even know. I thought you were going to watch football on Sunday. Well, the football game was over by that point. Uh, or so, Sunday. This Sunday, I'm sorry. No, last Sunday. Who was I watching last Sunday? Who was the early game? I can't remember. Anyways. Um, so anyways, yeah. Um, so football is over. I'm watching CBS and 60 minutes comes on and I'm sort of kind of watching 60 minutes and I don't know who to host the 60 minutes is now. Um, but this guy done an interview with Biden and I, I thought the guy just hammered Biden, like just held, kept held his feet to the fire and, and asked them some hard questions. So It'd be nice to be able to see a politician in Canada do that with Trudeau. That's a very, very long way about getting to that point that you brought up, Phil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can, can, I, can I go off yeah. another, another tangent? 100%. Hurricane Fiona. Mm-hmm. I, Karen sent me something today, and I've been talking with Geoff and Paulie on PEI because – the center line is going to be very, very, very close to going over PEI. Whoops. Yeah. But uh, the, the thing Karen sent me saying it, it's going to, it possibly could be the strongest hurricane ever to hit Canada. That's what uh, CNN was reporting earlier today, but I, I didn't see it anywhere else, but it was, yes. yeah, it was CNN. a CNN. I think it, may, I think it may be what she showed me, but I, and I talked to Paulie about it. Paulie says what he's been hearing, it, it's going to be the lowest millibar hurricane i guess to touch canada ever whoa excuse me that's what they're predicting it will be the low well when katrina which uh by the time katrina hit newfoundland she had lost uh she had lost a lot of her power so really newfoundland didn't get and uh buddy it was uh that was insane katrina was insane when it got to us so I, I couldn't even imagine what it was like south. I I can't I can't remember the name of the storm, but it would have been two years ago, three years ago that did kind of hit PEI. Um, and it was Karen. You remember the name? No, but uh, Jeff was sending us pictures. I think it was more of a water event necessarily than a wind yeah. event. Like yeah, pushed up like there was especially on the up 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 west on the north shore there. I think that's where right. they got. But talk. I did talk to Jeff today. And he said he's kind of concerned where basically all the trees still have leaves. And he kind of said, hey, man, they're going to be like umbrellas. And he, he just envisioned lots of power outages there on the yeah. island. That's what he yeah. kind of, that was kind of his, his thought process. But yeah. Um, kind of, 
you just re- you brought up uh, you brought up GF there, and and you made me think of Pauly. And uh, this is going to be my test to see if. I'm sorry, I made you think of Pauly. Yeah, yeah. So this is my test to see if Pauly listens to the podcast. <laughs> Do Which, it. Yeah. So. Uh, yesterday or the day before he put up uh, a picture of his, of him and his wife for their, for their anniversary. Dude, Polly's wife is a hard 10 every day. And Polly's like a soft six. Okay. Karen, did you on Instagram, did you see what I sent you today? Oh, you got to look at it. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Some, uh, I can't say who sent it to me, but it, they said it was Paulie when he was eight years old. He was doing some kind of dancing yeah, the dancing kid. Paulie, like, that's Paulie. <laughs> it's like what, was, what kind of dancing was that, Karen? I think it's tap. Like tap dancing, but it, I think it was more like clogging. But anyway, fucking Paulie was going, and I don't cuss, but Paulie was fucking going to ten. <laughs> you do now. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, dude, I'm telling you. The pictures of his wedding day, she, his wife looked amazing, and Polly, not so much. So that's my test to know if Polly's listening. Because if he's listening, I'll be getting a fucking message right away. <laughs> hey, hey the, my, the most famous line is, "Polly don't pay retail." Polly don't pay retail. That's right. <laughs> Geoff is Geoff is sitting in his chair down in his basement, just laughing his ass off right now. Because I know he is listening. Yeah, he is listening. That we do know. Hundred percent. I'm. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed that I'm not going to meet up with you guys to fall. I've I've come to realize I won't be making the trip down. And and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad that I that, that I, I was really hoping that I was gonna be able to make this work. Well, it, I we are too, honestly. And and it's interesting you should say that because I was talking to Chris the builder today. Yeah. And I, I explained to him how I was disappointed in October of 2020, but I think Karen may have been more more depressed. I said I I told Chris I was like man I said she was like I'm not joking around when I say she was depressed. I, she was sincerely depressed. That we did not not get to go to PEI in 2020, mm-hmm. and I was disappointed too. But I was like, she was like, yeah. she was like physically, you know, down and out about not going to PEI. Oh, she told me to stop saying that, but but uh, she was. And I told yeah. Chris that because there's certain situations, Karen, that I was trying to explain to Chris <laughs> that I would be disappointed. <laughs> I said that you would be disappointed even more. She says yes. She agrees with me. So that's what well, that was my plan to explain to her. But she, yeah. But like, this is what I remember from last year. Like, Karen holds it to a to a different. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but she holds it to a completely different standard. Like her, not saying that she loves it more than what you love it but hers is on something that's totally different than yours. Right. Like she just, it's just relaxed time for, for Karen when she's there. Right. Like she literally just brain dump, um, just relax. And, and I think that's what it is for her. Well, hundred percent. And I can say literally Karen works her ass off all year long. And I can say mm. specifically since March 19th, Karen has physically worked her ass off because <laughs> yeah. March 19th, but I say that jokingly, but I say that sincerely, but honestly and sincerely, Karen does work very, very hard. And if anybody knows me for whatever I do, you know, basically, you know, it used to be the joke where I said, Karen had the real job and I don't, but I mean, she, she really does have the real job and I'm very fortunate. She's in my life. And I've been very fortunate to be able to do what, you know, since 1999 to be able to do what I do full time. And, but having her in my life allows me to um, comfortably be able to do what I do. So, in these circumstances like this, you know, she really does look forward all year long to be able to go on quote vacation. And we mm-hmm. do, it is about Fred West is going to fly up. We do shoot birds. His wife's coming up, Mary Beth. And it, it is about hunting, but this trip is, is about just enjoying life. It's, it's mm-hmm. yes, you agree. Just joining life. 
are we going to hunt some? Yes, we are. We're we going to eat some. Yes, we are. We're we going to drink some. Yes, we are. We're we going to enjoy our time with very good friends that at a distance that we we're not close to. Yes, we are. And that's, that's what it's all about. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't want to be too dramatic and say that, you know, basically for 300 and my math's not good, but for 340 some days a year, Karen works for these two weeks. Yeah. To be able to, yeah she, she, she really kind of does. So. Mm-hmm. Well, of all the things that I know that's going to go on down there, the bird hunting, the drinking, the food is what I like. I would love to just go back to be able to have to have food, to have the food because uh, that, yeah, amazing. Anyways, every time, every time we get on, we end up on a tangent on PEI. You're from Canada and we love, we love it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I tell you this on, on Instagram, I guess it, well, anyway, there's a group that's called Shaw's menu and all that is discussed there is the food that will be eaten at Shaw's. Really? Right? Yeah. She said, yes. Yep. Really. It's a big time menu, man. There's been, it's been, we're all into yeah. Apple. There's a, there's a, there is an, uh, an notes. There's a, a Apple notes page that just has continuous. This is on the menu. This is, should this be on the menu? This is not on the menu, but this is, it's the, it's all about the Shaw's menu. Wow. Karen just said it's been a year in the make. Wow. And we use Instagram. We use Instagram for these, these foodie pages. Is this good? Should this go on? This shouldn't go on. What should we yeah. do? Do you, this do you like that right does does seafood no fred doesn't like seafood we lots of meat and lots of potatoes when fred west is on pei no seafood fred doesn't i want to go to crabs to go there you go (laughs) yeah that's it um boys we're getting close to that uh 60 minute mark so uh and what time is it? Oh, it's eight o'clock. So football kickoff's about to start, buddy. So oh, I know you got to shut get her going. down. Yeah, I know kickoff's about to start here. So, um, as much as I, yeah, let's go. Uh, I'm I'm cheering Steelers on this one tonight. Karen, um, oh, oh Argos. Karen, Karen just took a deep breath and said, "No, Browns, really? One but Steelers. Anyone but the Steelers." She oh, says. okay, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, um, boys, thanks to Jeff, especially thanks for coming on. We'll do around a quick triangle because it's not around the table tonight. It's just no. the three of us. Philly. Jeffrey, pleasure as always. I'm going to have to, uh, going to have to look into some of the swag, uh, here in the near future and maybe try to get a, uh, get one of those fine Maldi's sipping cups smuggled up here. Maybe something in the uh, bottom land. Wink, wink. Everything is better in bottom land. You're damn right it is. <laughs> You're goddamn right it is. Fuck yeah. Jeff? I just want to ask a simple question. Did we cover the topic at hand about who owns the land underwater and can you legally hunt waterfowl from them? I, I think we got way off tangent. Um, I, th- I think for... For each individual area, I think he's hammered it. But if anybody's from the other 49 states or nine provinces, you it may not apply to you. But yeah. for Maryland and Ontario, I think we beat the shit out of it. But from my perspective, now I don't have a clock on this, but if we talked, if we talked 60 minutes, I think we only talked about maybe two minutes about the topic. It was, yeah. it was a heavy two minutes, Jeff. <laughs> it was, it was heavy. heavy. It was heavy. There was a lot of information in those two minutes. Yeah. Pitter-patter. Like <laughs> no beating around the bush. No, sincerely, guys, thank you for having, all, having me on. Damien, like I said, I texted you. And like, I was like, Karen, like he didn't reply to me. And then I, I real quick checked my, just by habit, yeah. checked my, and I was like, damn, it's 638 or whatever it was. Like yeah. he, the invitation i'm gonna go sit outside so anyway thank you no buddy thank you thank you uh so much because uh i i was i knew that you were around i just didn't know if there was anything happening down the road so um more more of what state of mind that i'm in currently (laughs) you are busier than a three-peckered dog right now buddy uh 
It is insane. Um, but you know what? Good on you. Cause, um, yeah, you're, you're doing the work. Like, it's not like you're just forking. Well, you are forking over money, but you're doing the work too. So, um, it's impressive, buddy. I don't have Phil's phone or I would text him also, but Damon, I'm going to text you when we, when we, when we get done here, you can see what you can see, you can see, you can see what's happening. You can shoot me a message on, on like messenger or whatever, Jeff. I can do that. Or, or Instagram, whatever. Or maybe you should just give me your damn phone. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you Phil's phone. Uh, I didn't didn't say fucking phone number. I just said damn phone number because I don't cuss. That's right. All right. God, no. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 115 of the union with surprise guest, Jeff Coates, um, who by now you should all know very, very well. Um, everybody, we are who we say we are, um, just a bunch of friends that love one another's company. And there's always a broad spectrum of topics discussed, especially when you got Mr. Jeff Coates coming into us, uh, coming in with us from Maryland. Um, look after one another. Big love and surround yourself with good people.